Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 518 Talks Podcast 2019. Uh, as you can tell, we are live, we're recording uh, online, um, and we're streaming, so we are going all in right now. Um, I'd like to thank uh, my special guest, Mr. Damani Farley, for yeah. stopping through today. Yeah, man, thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate being here. Yeah, so really, you know, the good thing about this is is we just going to build, we're going to have a conversation. Right. Uh, the topic of this conversation, this podcast today is just uh, state of the community, where we're mm-hmm. at, uh, where we've been, where we've come from, you know, and, and, and what it is that we're doing right now. Um, so, so as an individual who's come from the community in the last few years, um, like what are some of the things you've seen in the growth uh, of our community? Yeah, so I, I guess the first place, you know, we should probably start off is just about, you know, defining, you know, community. And I think that um, there's really simple things that create a strong community, right? Mm-hmm. Like some of those things are, you know, a strong uh, family structure, you know, a collective, you know, effort amongst neighbors, goodwill, you know, sustainable um, employment, you know, and or, you know, business opportunities. And I've seen um, a growth in the community in all of those areas. So, um, and, and so when, when I say community, you know, um, we're, you know, we're talking about Schenectady community. We're talking about um, the community at large. We're talking about, you know, communities of color, you know? Yeah. you know. So I guess that's kind of my question to you a little bit as I go, like, you know, to just provide a better, a, a more a, a specific answer, like when you talk right. about well, community. Well, I would say specifically amongst our people. Okay. Right. Okay. So I guess when I talk about the community, something I look to, I, I look to to our people and the work that we're doing. I look, mm-hmm. to, I look to TBU. I look to our, our peer John, group. Yeah. Our I look to John Scott. Copy. I look to Maricon Crabtree. I look mm-hmm. to Fourth Family. I look to those organizations that mm-hmm. are really on the ground in the community on a regular basis doing the work, getting to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when I'm talking about our community, like that, yeah. you know, those people in the mud in the trenches. That's like, exactly. That's yeah, I'm absolutely. About. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, that's well. When we talk about our peers in the community, man, our peer group, I mean, there's work happening, crazy, bro. And I think you know, I, I can answer that by saying this: a lot of times, you know, like when people think about community and community leaders, you know, there's a handful of names that come up, and usually, you know, mine, my name, your name, you know. But like, there's a there's a, a long list of people who are doing work, working every day. Um, to, you know, create a better quality of life for people yeah. in the community. So, I mean, and those are, you know, the American Craig Street, TBU, Ford Family, uh, Josh Baker, you know, with, with Chef Fam. And, you know, um, I, I so I see it, you know, even our local barbershops, you know, yeah. people think, you know, people going to get their haircut, but people are going to get their haircut. People are, you know, there, there's some health literacy going on there. There's some, you know, some real training around life skills, apprenticeship, you know, like, so a lot of great things are happening in the community, man. So those are just some of the things I saw. Right. Yeah. So right, right, right now, what I really like is is that, that seeing, is that we're seeing the work on a regular basis. And the thing is, is like when I got into the community work nine years or so ago, um, and I was naive to a lot. Of it. So, yeah. <laughs> so understanding what you're getting into, mm. and then understanding what you're supposed to expect. For me, I didn't expect anything out of it. And I tell people a lot of times, like, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. This wasn't, it wasn't like coming out of incarceration. I was like, oh, I want to be the greatest community leader in the world. Right. Nah, yeah. like that was, for me, that was Walter Simpkins. Yeah, yeah. He was just an individual who helped mold me and cr- helped me create a platform. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I never set out to be nobody's leader. It wasn't anything that was on my radar. So mm-hmm. now it's like, well, 
you know, well, Will, you're doing all this. And like, for me, it's commonplace. It's like, nah, I'm just doing the work that's on my heart. Like, yeah, for yeah. somebody else on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, but you're doing this. And I'm like, I don't see it that way. Yeah. All I'm seeing that I'm doing is investing the energy into my community that was invested into me. Right. So I really, like, really talk about that, like, the work. Yeah, so, uh, so a couple things when we talk about the work, like, People will say, you know, well, you're doing a great job. You know, these guys are you guys are so so selfless in what you're doing. And sometimes I feel guilty when people say stuff like that, man, because what people don't realize is that the work that we do, we are compensated for greatly in love, support, good energy, well wishes. People are, you know, it's like people think that, you know, you, you know, you do all these things and 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 and. You got you're so selfless in your work, and really, no, it's extremely fulfilling. Yeah, you know, I have two sons, and I, you know, one of my probably my 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 main thing, you know, before I leave here is I want to model the type of man that I, you know, that I want them to be, or at least help, you know, inspire them to be the type of man that they want to be. But I want to I want to be a good example. So it's like a lot of the work I do and things like that, man. You know, I you know I bring them with me; they get to see it. So it's, so it's very personal to me. So it is about the community at large. But I just want to be you know, honest and say, I get a lot. I get a lot from it. Well, and I think like that's one of the most important things for me as well is within the work that I do, the the scope of services or events, like I think a lot of people fail to realize my wife is always on board. Right. right, You know what I'm saying? My wife is always on board. Any event that you come to that save our streets that I'm a part of and the event looks good and comes out nice, trust me, it's Shantae making it work. That's a fact. I'm not organized. (laughs) I'm not I'm an idea guy. Mm-hmm. I have a light bulb. Right, I do right. work. She's the one who makes it all work. But to have, you know, even my daughter be involved, you know what I'm saying? My God brother, my brother Alfredo, mm-hmm. to, to have my nieces. To, and, and, and I feel like for me, that's one of the most important things is mm-hmm. because it's instilling that work. Right. It's instilling those values. It's instilling that effort, that 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 love of others and that giving back to people right instilling that in, in our youth and i think that's extremely important like i'll say this i remember we did a stop the violence march a couple years ago oh yeah, yeah and i remember, I remember we was marching around and we, and we 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 doing the thing and and i remember when the newspaper came out the next morning it was a picture of all of us and your son was standing in the front yeah yep yep it was it was a um it was a proud moment because what was crazy is that there were a lot of people there, you know, initially, but, you know, um, and there was a lot of news footage there and there were a lot of elected officials there, there were, you know, people. And oh, as, and, about that. yeah, you, listen, you know, that. I'm gonna keep it a hundred now, you know, I'm gonna tell the truth. So, and as, you know, kind of the news, uh, or majority of news started packing up, I started seeing people leave, you know, and I was talking with my son and, you know, we had, I think the, the initial march was literally one block and then mm-hmm. we had stopped in, in, in the park and people started packing up and leaving. And my son was like, where's everybody going? You know, like there has to be more to this, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, at the time, I believe he was 12 or maybe 11 at the time. And I'm like, you know, he's absolutely right. And so that's when I was like, yo, yo let's keep going. Let's yeah. go. You know, let, let's, you know, if we're going to march, because I, I got a feeling about marches. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, there's a place for marches. But if that's all you're going to do is march then, you know, it's it's more performative than it is effective in creating change that we need. So if I'm going to be a part of a march, I want to make sure that we're going to march in the community that was impacted by this violence and people get a chance to join in, you know, that fellowship. And 
that wasn't happening. So, mm-hmm. so it was my son who was like, you know, there's got to be more to this. You know what I mean? And it was like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. So then, you know, that's when we linked up. We grabbed people and people start coming off the porch. And, people, yeah. and it was, you know, it was a really, nah, it was a beautiful cool. moment, man. Cool. Yeah, it was a good moment. And uh, something I, I, I like about what you do is, is I know, you know, we, even with the work in the community and different things that you do, you also work within the school district. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I know, you know, for the past few years, we've been fighting for education. Right. Not just educational funding, but for the, the physical education of our youth in our community. Right. Right. So as a person who works with youth in the school and even with the I believe it's a community school model, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, really talk about that, like some of the changes you've seen with education, with the school, with the work that you've done and the impact that you've seen. So, uh, you know, the school district is kind of like a it's like an aircraft carrier. Right. It's like it's like this big, big thing, you know, and in order to get to a place where you are changing course, you need that collective effort. Right. And often, you know. They're the parent voice, the student voice, people most impacted by the decisions that are made are, you know, often overlooked. And I think that what I've been seeing in the school district over the last couple of years is a true effort to not only just, you know, let people's voices be heard, but make decisions, you know, based on, you know, driven, you know, from that feedback from parents and students. So I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, that I'm proud of with the work that I've been doing in the school district. Yeah. And, and I'll say, you know, kind of to piggyback off that is, is just you have been seeing more of an effort, not only from like, you know, from the like parents and community leadership members to become more involved in the education process. Yeah. You know, showing up to, to PTA meetings and showing up to school board meetings and challenging them, challenging mm-hmm. them on their ideas, yeah. challenging them on their yeah. policies. You know, and, and, and I, you know, I think kind of the next level of that is challenging them is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, challenge information is great, but we got we have to hold people accountable. That's and, a fact. And I think kind of in the realm we are, you yeah. know, that's kind of been the next level of, of evolution for us. Is you mm-hmm. know, you start with uh, you know just going to meetings and you're seeing stuff, and right. then you start to share your voice, right? Then you start to challenge information, mm-hmm. and then as you begin to build more, you start to say to yourself, okay. You know, this is not enough. I got to start holding people accountable. That's right, man. You know what I'm saying? That's Be right. who you say you, you are, are all the time. You already so know. If you if we're in a meeting and you're saying, yeah. you know, this is the fight and I'm fighting for education, yeah. be that all the time. Yeah. When the cameras come on, come on and it's now. interested, right? When the cameras come on, right. don't disappear when the cameras go on. Yeah. So, I, and I think that, you know, when you look at that, when you're talking about accountability, it's about self-accountability as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as we mature, you know, we realize that, we can't have an expectation of others that we're not, you know, willing to uphold ourselves. Right. And, you know, I'm not always, listen, on the record, I'm not always my best self, right? Like, I know that. Um, but it's important that that integrity that, uh, you know, is maintained all the time, yeah. right? Like, so I'm not saying you can't make a mistake. I'm not saying that you can't, you know, because uh, one thing that's that's dope about the community for me is that they're extremely understanding um, forgiving, supportive. I mean, man, no matter what it is, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm hearing feedback. I'm thinking we should go in this direction. It's like, boom, 100 people. Like, yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? And I think that that is that's earned through being just being um, being who you say you are and, and being uh, integral in everything you do. So, yeah. One of your marks on the community and, and you know, 
what I love about the 518 Talk podcast is we have the opportunity to talk about so many things. So it's not just a topic when I'm speaking to a person. Yeah. It's really understanding the individual that we're working with. So one of your one of your statements, one of your marks on the community mm-hmm. is poetry and motion. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And, and I really want you to kind of talk about that because part of what we do, what I want to do with the 518 Talks podcast is inspire people to step outside and make a mark, make a mark on life. Don't you know, don't just sit home and, and feel like, oh, I can't try yeah. this because I don't know this. Yeah. Nah, if you wanna wanna launch a brand, launch it. If you wanna start a podcast, start it. You wanna write a movie, write it. Whatever it is you feel you wanna do, do yeah. it. And, and and I say the beauty of poetry emotions because I've seen it grow over the last mm-hmm. few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I, and even me and my wife had the opportunity to attend it mm-hmm. and just be in there and sharing the ambiance and, and the love and the mm-hmm. energy that was in the room. So I really, really talk about poetry emotion, how you got, you know, how it started, to how you grew it to where it's at now. So, you know, it started, we actually started in a, a, a small little kind of hole in the wall bar. We actually were doing something that was called Soul Food Sundays. Uh, my wife, my sister, her, her crew, they were like, they were cooking meals and people were coming through on a Sunday. And then, you know, we were thinking about soul food and we kind of flipped it as soul food, you know, food for the soul. Like, what is that? You know, well, that's poetry. That's, you know, spoken word where, you know, people get to, you know, listen to some real artists, you know, talk about real issues. So we kind of put the two together. And I remember it's crazy because I'll make the long story short is that it kind of started um, it was me and my friend, Jamar Sims, who, you know, doesn't live here anymore. But he was up visiting. We were sitting at the bar. We were having a beer. We were talking. And I was talking about, you know, hey, man, like this spoken word, you know, when we go back to like really think about how it impact all social change, like. At the root of poetry is activism, right? right, right uh, it just right. it just is what it is. You think about links to use. Like I was sitting there talking, I was like, you know, we need that scene here. You know, there's a lot of people that are interested, and we need that scene. And I remember there was a lady actually was sitting next to him, and she was like, "Oh, you can't do that in Schenectady," you know. And I was, you know, what, what do you mean? You know, oh, people aren't into that. You know, you have to go to a big city um, to to do those type of things. Connected people aren't thinking like that, you know, and it was kind of like, oh, challenge accepted, right? right? Like I just, you know, I was like, okay, copy, we're going to do it. And and we, you know, we, we put some things together. And now, I mean, it's really the biggest spoken word, you know, show really in this area. Um, I mean, it sells out every time and, and I'm grateful for it. the support. Again, people just pour out to it. And, and, you know, we started in a small spot. We, we moved to another place. Um, it's connected to uh, and we sold that spot out. The guys who own that place, you know, they had bartenders, bartenders like, hey, man, this is the greatest night. You know, I had the wow, you know, we made some money. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, we'll be back. So I remember weeks later, I go back, I talk to their owner. I say, hey, man, you know, what's going on? You know, let's look at a diff- another day. And he was kind of like a little hesitant and I couldn't understand why. And I'm like, 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 what's up, man? You know, this is doing well for you. And people are coming out and he's, you know, ah, and it was kind of dragging his feet. And then. The, one of his employees pulled me aside, look, you know, we have a certain demographic that comes here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that he was, even though they made a lot of money, he was really uncomfortable. With the demographic. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, so you're talking about black people, right? Let's yeah, call it what it is. Absolutely. You know, and he was like, yeah. And it's unfortunate, man, because you've seen, you know, these you know, beautiful people coming in, you know, dressed up nice to have a good time. So I was frustrated with that. Right. But in that moment, you know, this is how the universe works. You know, Proctor's. Uh, 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 Phil was talking with a friend of mine, Hector Ramirez, and he was like, you know, I'm really looking for something. I want to be intentional about, you know, being more diverse in our shows and make sure people get to experience Proctors. And so Hector knew at the time that, you know, what I was dealing with this other establishment and boom, you know, and it was like, 
I'm like, proctors, that's a big deal. Like, you know, at, at that point, you know, when we talk about our peer group, our, like, no one has done any, anything yet in proctors. Now we ain't on the record. And now it's like, boom, how, you know what I mean? So it's like the universe really just, it provides, bro, always, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But the show is dope. Um, we get talents from all over the country. Uh, and um, actually, I was really impressed. Our last show, we had some people from, come from Canada, yeah. you know? Remember, um, so yeah. it's got like a little cult following. Uh, me and my man, Bless, Bless, Wise Words, Wise Words host the show with me. Um, my wife does all the decor, and it's just amazing, man. Yeah, amazing vibe. I, and that's, I think that's something I really like about where we're at right now as a people mm-hmm. is uh, it feels almost like, you know, I remember being in school and studying like the, the Harlem Renaissance. Yes, 518 Renaissance was the that, call. I, yeah. like, like, really, I feel like that's yeah, what yeah. Uh, you have David in fashion, Ron yeah. in fashion, you have yeah. Kimberly doing art, you have so many people that, yeah. that are marking, you know, Ketchup Enterprise, Trent Griffin with Tech Valley Show, people mm-hmm. starting their businesses, you know, the, 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 the music scene, the fashion scene, the activism, the culture. So I, for, for, for people, when I'm conversating with people and they're talking about all the negativity and I'm saying to myself, you can't see what I'm seeing. I wish I could yeah. give you my eyes yeah. so well, you could really see the beauty in what it is that I'm seeing. The thing is this, bro, and it's something we got to remember, right? So your eye isn't just your eye. You, your eye is trained to see things, right? So when we talk about business, which is a huge part, part of the 518 Renaissance as well, like the economic boom, the economic growth of um, um, young people of color, you know, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when we talk about that, people, you have to train in business, you have to train your eye to see opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like one of those things that when you like when you when you take that leap, you know, you'll start to see, oh, there might be opportunity over here. Oh, there's opportunity over there. The same thing works, you know, with people with negativity. But, you know, their <laughs> eyes are trained to find, oh, this is happening. You want negativity? Yeah. You oh, man, you're going to find it. You know what I mean? So I think it's about, you know, just, you know, constantly putting out that that real positive message. Not that fake, like everything's, you know, yeah. we're the greatest and we have nothing to work on, but really like this is the, you know, pay attention to the good things that we're doing so we could build on that momentum. And if you can't, then, you know, I ain't got time for you, bro. You can't. Well, and and you know. I think that's the thing I really like to focus on because I'll be the first to tell you, I got caught up in the nonsense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it happens, like, yeah. Like, absolutely, and being yep. naive to the mm-hmm. whole process, I got caught up in the nonsense. And, and, and at some point, the things that I was doing was no longer about the work. It became about me at some point. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But bl- I'm blessed to have a, a wife who was like, nah, let me let me holler at yeah, you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me bring that down. Come in here, shut that door. <laughs> That's what you know, yeah. the, beauty, the beauty in that is, is now I'm in a space where I'm so comfortable yeah. in everything I'm doing. Like it's so it allows me to just accept everybody where they're at. And just mm-hmm. show love for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like when I talk to people about greatness over hatred, the shirts that I came up with the other mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago, everybody's like, "Well, well what makes you great?" I said, "It's not a matter of me being greater <laughs> than anybody. If I see greatness in me, I see it in you as well." Right, right, you know what I'm saying? So, right. like, likewise, if I say greatness over hatred, it doesn't mean that I'm great and you're hating. It just means that's the energy I choose yeah. to accept in my life yeah, right now yeah. to be above the nonsense. Right, so right. with that, I want to get into something particular because I definitely want to talk about it. Okay. In the last few years, yeah, we've had Chris Gibbs run for mayor. Shout mm-hmm. out Chris Gibbs. The book myself, Gibbs, yeah. myself run for, for school board. Mm-hmm. You run for city council. Yep. So on top of the... The, the renaissance we're seeing in business, we're seeing a renaissance in politics as well. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to get into that a little Sure, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's, it's about, listen, man, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants, man. You know, when we think about those who were here before us, when I think about Joe Allen, 
you know, the things like so when, you know, a lot of people don't know, but when he went to um when he was running for city council, you know, you know, the KKK was sending him hate mail, you know what I mean, to his house with his family. You know what I'm saying? And he said, you know, this is representation is important enough for me to put my family at risk. You know what I'm saying? So when when I think about things like that, I, I also say, like, how can I understand knowing that legacy, mm-hmm. you know, be fearful and in, in, in pursuing, you know, representation for the people like you can't do it. We stand. We, I mean, we owe. Yeah. We owe. And I think that now what you're starting to see is people, you know, we're not in the era of asking permission anymore. Nah, we're not you know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not like, you know, hey, you know, I want to do this. Hey, you know, it's like, no, we're going to nah, do this. Right, right. I mean, and, 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 and you're going to just, you know, you're going to get what I give you and you're going to just accept this as as I am. And I think that I think that's one of the reasons why the campaign was so successful is that because people felt it was genuine. They know it is what it is. You know, being from Schenectady, you know, born and raised, it's not like, you know, I can go recreate myself as now. No, this is who I am. This is who, you know, I've been and I've grown up and, and, and changed in a lot of ways and, and good stuff. And people have always just welcomed that, bro. So, you know, shout out to everybody chasing your dreams. And it's not even about dreams because dreams are like, you know, these lofty goals. It's not just about dreams. It's about, you know, following your plan, your goals, things that you want to do. You know, um, dreams is like, you know, you could dream of being Spider-Man, but, you know, you could definitely be mayor. You can definitely be a city council person. You could definitely, you know, be governor. You can def. these are things that you can do. So these aren't necessarily dreams, you know, as they are, you know, you know, uh, goals and, you know, attainable aspirations, I would say. Yeah. And I, and I think that's important because in, in being in our generation, mm-hmm. we saw a lot of community leadership and we watched the work that they did. Mm-hmm. And it was so inspiring. It was right. powerful. Yeah. And then we got to the point where we had the opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it became like, I, I think for a lot of people, it's hard for them to fathom, but this is not work. This is a lifestyle. For yeah. 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 Like, this is uh-huh. not. I tell people that like, well, how was work? What you mean work? I'm, yeah. I'm working all day, yeah. every day. Like for me, it's not, it's not a mask I put on. It's not a suit. It's not a type of, uh-huh. like. Mm-hmm. What I preach, the energy that I talk about, like it's my life all yeah, the time. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Even while me and my wife were on vacation, it was interesting that we were literally in Florida talking about programs, yeah. talking about what to do with our yeah, youth, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Talking about what ideas and stuff we wanted to do. So to see kind of the evolution of that from starting to be in a program and just volunteer mm-hmm. to now this community work now being a lifestyle, I no longer feel myself. Uh, like I should be taking on the title of community leader because for me it's not a title. A title doesn't suffice. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. it is that this stuff means to me. I mean, really, yeah. I get the feeling that you feel similar. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, like really talk about that. I, you know, I know, like coming into it, I love the title community leader. It was awesome. But now I say to myself, like, I'm. I feel like it's so much more for me. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, again, like, you know, what is a community leader? You know what I mean? Like, you know, what does it mean to be a community leader? And I think that there's a lot of different ways or different people that can kind of fit that criteria. But again, it's about it's about, you know, people think that leaders are people who are making decisions and mm-hmm. and, 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 and and really, you know, there's some of that. But to me, it's more about listening to people. Right. Finding out what the people want. You know, I think that that's a that's the. The part that gets skipped with a lot of people who yeah, are currently, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, in different yeah. places of leadership throughout they throughout have our community. They meet and yeah, they know exactly yeah, right, right, right. It's, it's like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah. they make plans for the community, not I plans with the community, right? No 
you know, listen, right? Like we, you know, not not making you know making plans with the community, not for the community. And so, you know, and leader, you know, you know that that's like you know individual, but the the leadership, it's it's a collective, it's an energy, it's a you know, it's a force, you know, behind whoever you know might be the face of whatever movement you're talking about. But yeah, man, that you know, titles as I you know learn more about myself and more about, you know, the world titles sometimes put people in boxes that are uncomfortable. So, you know, um, and what, what I, it's not what they call you, but it's what you answer to, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, um, you know, I, I'm honored when people, you know, say, you know, refer to me as a leader, community leader, but at the same time, I know what that means. Like, that's not, you're not like, yeah, I'm like that. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, a lot come yeah, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Word. So, and a lot of people help me to do all the things that that people will deem me that make me fit the lead, mm-hmm. I I've never done any of that by myself. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the time, like that's what goes unnoticed. They see the face, mm-hmm. they don't see the team. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I know for myself, right? Yeah. Last year, I spent all of 2018 working on one thing and one real thing only, and mm-hmm. that was collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, reaching out to other people, not just within my city. But outside of my city, right, right, right? Showing love to not just people in my city, but people outside of my city. Even even to the point of just being mindful yeah. of of addressing when I'm talking about you know what it is I'm doing that. You know, my wife did this, or my brother did this, or you yeah. know this this person did. Because it's those very little things that we're not aware of mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. Um, that can cause a lot of confusion. And for yeah. me, it, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. Right. So right. so to end the year off with with John Scott and Jaquin and then yeah, delivering the gifts, not only in Schenectady but doing the drop offs in Albany, mm-hmm. like I felt like I really accomplished my goal for the year, which mm-hmm. was not to talk about collaboration. Collaboration, but, but make it a part of the lifestyle. Yeah, to demonstrate it. Talk, right, right, like, right. Like, talk about that because I know you know a lot of people use collaboration as, yeah. a, as a buzzword. Mm-hmm. It's in, in a lot of rooms, mm-hmm. in a lot of speeches. All right. I'm saying it's live, right? Tell the truth now. Collaboration is a buzzword. Mm-hmm. People mention collaboration. People mention community as a buzzword too. But they really don't be about community or be about collaboration. Right. So I feel like, you know, and, and wanting to, to implicate that into our daily lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Not just for us, but because I think our job as leadership, as a mm-hmm. collective right now, mm-hmm. is to give future leadership, the youth coming behind us, the right. tools to be you better. Must. Than you us. must. Yeah, so, uh, again, that's like when I go back to like I standing on the shoulders of giants, man. It's like, you know, we owe. I, I, I believe that. Like, I know I owe. You know what I mean? And I'm somebody that believes in paying my dues. So, you know, I, I owe I owe the people. I owe my mother, my father. I, I owe, you know people who've come before and really paved the way and didn't give up on me when I was a knucklehead or gave me another chance and and saw something in me that sometimes I didn't see in myself, you know, and, and you know, my wife, you know, I always credit her for that because, you know, I feel like, you know, she was somebody who could always, you know, see right to the core of me, right? No matter how bad I, or hard I try to hide it, she could always like, you know, speak to, you know, the core, the core person I am. And so, you know, you know, she was, you know, so important in, in my journey. She is so important in my journey. And and so, like you said, those type of things, you know, can't, you know, can't be overlooked or, or forgot to mention. So, you know, definitely shout out to my wife, my beautiful wife and my family. So nah, bro, I mean, we, we got a lot of work to do. Um, and if we think we're going to do it by ourselves, then that's definitely ego talking. And that, that's got a short shelf life. And we'll be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll be, you know, uh, so 
yeah, collaboration, it's not just a good idea, it's um it's it, it's essential to the process. So 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 before we head out, sure. what I want to do is I want to give a shout out to everybody yeah. coming out of the community, taking on leadership capacities, whether mm -hmm. that's being a teacher, mm -hmm. police officer, mm -hmm. whether that's being a resource officer in the school, whether mm -hmm. that's community leadership, whether that's in a library, um, whether that's coaching teams, at AAU, right, right, whatever right. you're doing to help better our community and better, you know, the future for our youth. Mm -hmm. I salute you on everything yes, you guys yes, are doing yes, because fact, there are literally, within the last year, I've met hundreds of people that are starting and doing this work all over. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we can all learn a lot from each other. Right. I feel like resource-wise, that's one of the things that we as as people of color struggle with mm -hmm. is utilizing each other or even yeah. acknowledging the achievements of, of each other. It's like it's, yeah. it's 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 a foreign conversation. So I for me it's one of the things I want to implement this year yeah. is saluting the achievements of others because I think it's important for us as people to be able to do that. So anybody listening to this that's right uh if you have a dream if you have a vision if you just started it uh keep going uh there's support for you there's resources for you I salute you. Mm -hmm. We want to reach out to you. Also, and you hear, heard it here first, Damani mm -hmm. Farley, fourth speaker for the 518 Talk Speaker Series yeah, number two, yeah, yeah, yeah. February 13th at Proctor's. Tickets are going to be available next week. Mm -hmm. So right now, it looks like our speakers for the second series are going to be Miss Jessica Wade of the Power Breakfast Club, uh, Damani Farley of everything.com because yeah, you yeah. do everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carmen Duncan, yeah, my sis, yes, yes, yes. and Mr. Keto Delta. Yeah, Keto, man, good people, bro. So, Great so people. we got a very good lineup. I yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the it. Five and Eight Talks podcast, Mr. Farley. Guys, yeah, man. For, yeah, obviously. Before I leave, I just want to say, man, that we're we're you know. Everything that we're doing right now is 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 based in purpose and not power. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be, you know, purpose over power, you know, as, as we move into this new year and this new season, if you will, of collaboration. It has to be all, you know, we train our eyes, right? We train our eyes to see opportunity and we're intentional about shouting people out and spreading love because it's easy to do, man. It's just sometimes it doesn't feel as easy when, you know, you're in a certain position or in a certain space. space. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, uh, you know, so, so let's do, let's be intentional about getting ourselves, you know, in a better space, you know, physically, mentally go get some, you know, get some therapy, man. Don't be, don't allow the stigma and mental health, you know, uh, you know, we all, you know, I think, uh, I heard the term mental hygiene is something I really like because, you know, hygiene is something we all got to take care of. So, you know, you know, look at it through that lens and make sure that, you know, get your keep your mind right. Um, I know. Shout out to Maya, Maya McNulty. I know she's doing them. Um, she has an upcoming event around removing the stigma of mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important, especially in, in, in our community. So please, you know, you know, let's build each other up. Let's move in purpose, not in power. And yeah, no squares at the round table, man. No squares at the round table. Make sure you tune in to the Five yeah. and Eight Talks podcast. You yeah. can find us on Anchor, uh, eight streaming sites, uh, Apple, Google, iTunes, Spotify, all that. Follow Also follow the YouTube page. Uh, mm -hmm. Stay tuned for the Five and Eight Talks podcast uh, speaker series number two, February 13th. Yeah, Tickets yeah. will be on sale soon. Yeah. This is William Revis, host, signing out. Thank you for yeah, tuning man. in. Peace. Appreciate you having me, bro. Definitely. Yeah.